0: The Koi Gig Pod on Off the Ball.
1: I don't like it. I want to be up there in Group A. I don't care who we get. We should be up there competing against them. But, you know, as you said, we're going to win that group and then get promoted, hopefully. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now.
0: OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. And I'd like to say the Kilkenny legend Tommy Welch joined us on the show this morning. Morning, Tommy. How are things?
1: Yeah, good morning, Shane. Good morning, AJ. Hi,
0: hey, Tommy. Are you keeping? Uh, plenty to, to get stuck into, Tommy, as it turns out, for, for those who saw the action of the weekend. Some cracking uh, games and plenty more to look forward to. There's only one game of note, of course, in the senior championship um, to look forward to this weekend. But uh, I guess the story, Tommy, that's dominating the, the back pages in the last couple of days is the GAA Go. We have the back page of uh, Irish Daily Mail. GAA Go say no. So Noel Quinn, the, uh, the, the chief of GAA Go, um, defending... The uh, the service after the strong comments, I guess you'd say, from Donal Cusack on the the Sunday game of the weekend, he uh, accused RTE and the GA of exploiting hurling, saying the game needs oxygen. What what do you make of this whole this whole issue, Tommy? I guess it's all about visibility of the sport.
1: Yeah, Shane, it's I think it's a very sensitive uh, conversation, very sensitive issue. Why? Because you know you have the elderly involved. People that probably, you know, were involved in the GA since they're nine, ten years of age. Now they're 70 years of age, 80 years of age, 90 years of age, gave their life to their probably clubs, some of them to their county boards, some to their counties, their provinces. And, you know, their children are just probably upset and angry that they haven't easy access to the game, I suppose they love, and possibly many of them retired at this stage and it's the one thing they probably look forward to most weeks is the, the hurling game or the GA game at the weekend. Um, on the other side, like if they look at the GA side of things, they have to try and keep everybody happy, Shane. Um, mm. Like, I would imagine the top brass in the GA, they got to where they got to from working hard in their clubs, from working hard probably in their county boards or their various jobs. They didn't just get there willy-nilly, they had to work hard with a, probably a huge passion for the game to get to, to where they get to, but they have to keep everybody happy. I remember in the Kilkenny, a, 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 a great I suppose committee member, Kilkenny County Board years ago. I remember, my father was talking to him about fixtures and giving out about fixtures. Uh, probably told on fixtures, probably at the time, and he was just saying to him, he said, "Listen, fixtures are grand and they're easy to do." until you're the one making them. <laughs> then you're clashing with communions, you're clashing with confirmations, weddings, you know, minor matches, under 21 matches. So like, all these things are, are probably, it's when you get to the decision maker, then the challenges, I'd say, are enormous. And like, you would have to say, like I was listening to a lot of the commentary over the last weekend, and the, over the last few days, they all make sense. Mm. Like, Don Logan, Jackie, on Sunday night, in the Sunday game, like, you know, don't know. We all know, don't know. He's not afraid to say what's on his mind, but it comes from a good place. Like he, he's hugely passionate about the game. He's hugely passionate about growing the game. He's hugely passionate about Klein and all things Cork and all things GA. You know, he he was one of the main drivers of GPA back to the year. So when he says something, you know, he works hard at it and he means it. Jackie was there with him as well. We heard John Milan speaking, Tom Dempsey, Eddie Brennan. We heard a few of the lads last night. Uh, speaking so like all these things are coming from a good place um so i think it's all about not winning the the war here not the battle so we could all probably argue different sides of it it's probably how do we achieve it together what we want to do which is promoting the game and um like shane like you go back to 10 years ago, or was, was it five years ago before that the the, the their own dropping, mm. so was there? There was probably two before the COVID, so probably back to around 2016. In Munster, there was only three. Say before the provincials, because I presume all the provincials will be on free there. So before the provincials, there was only three games in Munster. There was a Munster semi-final, two Munster semi-finals, and a quarter final. In Leinster, you only had two quarter finals because I think two teams at the time would have got by. It. I think it was two quarter finals, two or three, would say, and two semi-finals so like that's three games plus four games that's seven games and I was looking at it the other day like I think there's 18 games now mm. in the earlier provincial so there's an increase of what is the uh, 16 or 17 games like it, it, it's unbelievably increasing games so the challenge is how do you get them all on free to air um, like and you know like I, I, as you know and, and probably the country knows like I worked for GA Go there for the first couple of games Good people, like really passionate about doing a good job, really passionate about the GA. The analysts were good. Um, the lads behind the scenes, the cameramen, the producers, Braun, like all really trying to work hard to, to promote the game, you know, and, and work hard at, at, at the jobs they were given. And like the big probably criticism is that the main games, we're going to GA, go to the main monster games, which is the Limerick and Clare game. But listening then to last night, it was originally supposed to be on rt Free Day only for the, the Great Limerick run. Mm-hmm. And, but there was other games on, on, G and say the other one was the one the weekend, the, the Cork and, and Tipperary game. But like, G.A. Go did have other good games on, which was the Kilkenny Antrim last Sunday, uh, Wexford and Galway, Dublin and Wexford. So they weren't just cherry-picking, you know, the, the, the big games. So I just see it from probably every side because, you know, I'm hugely involved myself yeah. with it. With, with, with the club uh, and I would always have been slow to criticise the, 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 I suppose the the likes the committee members for the one reason is I see first hand that they our own board in Oklahoma home which would be a small really set up as a compared to you know the bigger county board regouts or the GA itself and the enormous work they do you'd only see it after you've finished playing what they do like organising games and pitches and so on and so forth so I think that the challenge is like can say if there was no GA mm.
2: um
1: so if we cut out the GA go for, for, for is it possible to put all these extra games on um, you know on the the free tier or like how do you pick like how do you know beforehand that the Cork Tipperary game and the, the Limerick and Clare well the Limerick Claremore was supposed to be on the free tier It's just because of great Limerick run. But Say if you were to train solid for next year. Like how do we pick what games do you think? Like I would have thought there a few like the Limerick and Watford game that was on RT. Like the first game, like you would imagine that was set up all week. Everyone was wondering about Davy's tactics and Limerick were the All Ireland champions. Watford were in All Ireland semi final, in All Ireland final. They had a bad year last year. How they were league champions, but then they had a bad cup two or three weeks. Really. They didn't have a bad year. Probably a bad two weeks maybe, and um, so everyone was intrigued uh, about that game. So yeah, it's it's. It's a sensitive case. I really think it's a sensitive case, and uh, you know, like it, it's a case. Everyone is nearly right, like. But.
0: And it's one of those things that there's so many strands to it, and and I think something that shouldn't get lost in it as well is that nobody's certainly nobody is criticising the GA Go platform, like the work that yourself and the other pundits are doing and what Grania is doing. It's actually it's a brilliant service. The issue, I guess, for a lot of people is is the choice of games. You look at the two provincial football finals the weekend; they were. Per very per is in one sided. Now you could argue that oh well, if Sligo were clear, it caused an upset, then it would rationalise those games being shown on 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 uh, regular TV. I have made no secret of the fact that I th- I think that four hours given to the coronation of the king in Britain by our state broadcaster was a ridiculous decision. Um, so there's a num there's a number of reasons why this story has probably gained so much traction over over the recent days. Like not look point, Tommy on this being given over, the year being g- given over to rugby country, like that was another thing what do, you, what do you make of that idea that you know we're we're, I guess pitting sports against each other with, with comments like that but also you can see where looks coming from in that he wants hurling to get the oxygen as he said to, to breathe
1: Yeah well I think in the same conversation you also said that he has huge respect for the rugby guys and hopes to win the World Cup and hopes to do really well and Said it like it say so you have all the GA games on suddenly you have the rugby, you know contingent. Then there why are the, are the GA getting so many games and it's I think it's just a huge challenge the sheer number of games that's now, uh especially in the GA like we're, we're gone from a knockout championship many many moons ago to to door now to these round robin games like leave it alone what's going to happen in a couple of weeks and when, when, when the Sam McGuire round robin games kick off like I'd say. This conversation will go up tenfold because, you know, listening to the to the commentary, there's going to be most of the big hurling games coming to the end of the probably the Munster and Leinster uh, around Robin stage. The kind of knockout games, nearly at that stage, will be uh, are going to be shown as opposed to the the, the football games in the Sam McGuire. So, you know, I just think there's huge challenges. We've only the two channels RT One, RT Two. Then you have TG Car, Virgin Media. So I don't know what way. The broadcasting rights or, or that work and spreading them out over over the four, but yeah, listen, there's there's huge challenges, but you can you know you can understand in the rugby like it's a World Cup with a team that people are hoping you know that maybe can get past that quarter final stage, maybe win a World Cup like that they, they, they've done so well in the Six Nations and that like so you know do we need a sports channel altogether you know mm. so then you're probably definitely paying for. Paying for like, pay, you know, like you take Sky Sports over in, in the UK. Like I know that's reaching a worldwide, um, you know, viewership. Like, but they've what four hundred one, four hundred two, up to about four twelve or thirteen, and they're nearly a different sport in every on every channel. And even at that, they probably don't get to show all the games. So um, it's just it's 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 impossible, really. I, and Shane, you go. <clears throat> the other argument is the split season. Like, it's do condense, but. Like you go back to a few years ago when I was finishing up and kind of playing with the club, finished up county and playing with the club. So that time we had a match maybe in April and maybe possibly two matches. But then it depended on how Kilkenny uh, fared out in, the, in, their, in their own inter-county championship when you played next. Like, is there any sense of that? I don't think so. Like, it's grand. Yeah, you see the games on television, but if you're a club player, it's, do they say it's 97 or 98% of the the GA population or the hurling population is playing club and so they have to train like demons in January and February for and March for a game in April because it's a championship game, maybe two games, and then you're told "Listen, that's he might be playing May, you might be playing June, you might be playing July. So like the GA acted that time. I know COVID helped. And like the split season depend on who you're talking to, I suppose. But I would imagine anyone that's involved in the clubs thoroughly enjoyed last year anyway Mm. not sure how it's going to go this year but definitely last year like I know until Kenny finished up with a club campaign that was incredible like you know with the county lads back for weeks upon weeks together as a group as opposed to just coming back for the match so um, yeah like I go back to my point about the 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 challenges when you go to make the decisions then you see all the obstacles that are in your way I I don't know could you have a sports channel altogether?
2: That's, that's, the, you're talking sense in my, my language, uh, language, I know, mean, Tommy, I would be up for that. I think, um, like, there's so much in what we're discussing even here this morning, right, and, like, even the point about that, um, gee, ago we were making yesterday at the limerick uh, Clare game wouldn't have been shown on TV, regardless. Like, there's an awful lot that tends to get rolled in then to the one conversation. The one thing that I have a bit of an issue with, and Michal Martin was talking about it yesterday as well, saying that the whole thing needs to be reviewed. Personally, he doesn't like it. Uh, this idea of politicians talking about oh, personally it's like personally your opinion is the thing that drives uh policy and like so it's actually very important as it turns out but we've tended to talk about this as you know the big games getting you know uh, put behind a paywall let's say or whatever whatever the case might be um you know Tipperary cork so are we saying it's okay for the lesser games to be behind a paywall so are we saying that You know, it's not okay for people from older people, let's say, because it's been couched that way, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with that either, but older people from those two counties should just, you know, um, we'll make it free for you, but if you're an older person from Leash or Antrim, uh, when they're playing at the Hurley Championship, well, you just have to suck it up. That bit, there's... I have a bugbear about elitism in GEA, Tommy, and I think that that... um, Notion. Either we agree that this service can exist and the games that are behind it are behind it, regardless of who's playing, uh, or or we just do away with it entirely. I don't agree with this thing about uh, the bigger games.
1: Yeah, well, you're, you're never going to please everybody, um, Adrian. So, like, if you try and please everyone, probably nothing will happen. Mm. So you probably have to go with something and just go with it. And But, like, I still go back to the point where showing the bigger games, like, like, you you don't really know what the bigger game is until after it's over. Like if you went back to, now I didn't look at it before coming on here, but the from just memory, kind of memory, the Tipperary Cork game last year was that not, not a disaster of a game? So like if the sh- if they had to show on that last year,
2: nobody would be griping you know, about it.
1: To be, you know like it's only after a game is played that everyone knows how it's such an incredible game it was. But like you know like free on the free tier the Kenny Galway game was in Nolan Park Henry Shefflin coming back to his home county management. after all the you know the, the media attention I got last year Galway and T. Kenny both all earned say semi-finalists or Kenny got the all earned five but random them or close you would have expected that to be an incredible game but it wasn't um, you know um, so how do you predict what which games the only way of probably putting all the good games on free tier is playing them all really um, but say the Kenny Antrim game Sunday wouldn't have been um, you know that wouldn't have been a big game or probably huge viewerships but it was available and it was nice I I wasn't at it we had a communion the day before but the, it was nice to watch it it was, it was really good Do you know that we could see it didn't just miss out on it and like if you go back to the club games during Covid I'm not sure who the service providers were at the time but I think you paid a fiver or that for, for a game or 7 mm-hmm. euros and um it was a great service for people that couldn't go to the games. but like So if we look at the the challenge that comes next would be, so if we start playing the bigger games, right, you know the conversation that will come then is what you just said. Why is, you know, maybe the Joe McDonough for games, why are they not all on if we're trying to promote the game? So the challenge is just where do you fit them in? And um and you have to remember Adrian as well. Like those games played at lunchtime last year was it the quarterfinals were playing at lunchtime last year on a Saturday. The GA people and the hurling people we we don't want that either. Mm. So really the window is probably from a Saturday evening or Sunday from probably two o'clock till half four. So you don't even have seven days like you would have in other sports like um. So the window is so, so small, but like you take it—it it was kind of hurling only for the last while, really. Um, you imagine the challenge is going to come when the, when the summer Ware kicks off, and um,
2: oh yeah, you know when the when the
1: provincial the... Provincials like last Sunday. I know there were poor games, but is there a duty on? Do the do, do the is a duty that provincials have to be on telly and you know, all? Like that's the other challenge. Like say if if it had to be in Roscommon and Sligo in the Connacht final it probably would have been a huge occasion because you'd have two teams that would have been just you know would have, that would have been probably they're All Ireland I know they might want to win the, the Sam McGuire as well but probably uh, uh, Connacht would be huge for their, their supporters mm-hmm. like and i'd say that the, the Ulster football final i would say will be incredible that's i think Derry and Armagh like you know so to, like do you kind of or is it possible to, to wait until see who's in these matches mm-hmm. before picking what goes on Pelly's? You know, like I'm not sure what way the Premier League goes. You might be more clued in to it than I would be, but like, do so. Don't know. If I presume it was talking from this. Time. He's all about promoting the game, which is showing the best games and 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 uh, you know to promote the game. Now you know he's up for the, the the smaller counties too. But if you want to promote the game, you're showing the best players. Like in the Premier League, do they show the Liverpool's, Man City's, Arsenal, Manchester United? Are, are they showing far more than the? I don't know it's assembly yeah,
2: it? they are they are and they're shown in the like, better slots, but they also at at the same time have a commitment to show every club a certain amount of times so that's why you'll end up with some of the less desirable games in some of the key slots at certain times of the year, so there is like um I mean I would nearly described it as a sort of a half public hmm. service remit somewhere in there, yeah,
1: and like they have a good few days to play around with too, like yeah. you know, a Monday night a Tuesday night of a Sunday morning and a Sunday evening of the Time Monday afternoon, cool. if
2: anything is to go by uh, yesterday, the the, yeah. the, f- the football, the GA, uh, the Gaelic football uh, people will suck it up, Tommy. Though you know they won't be ones to make a fuss about <laughs> it. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> come here, let me ask you one here about Limerick before we wrap up. Just obviously, Sean Finn been ruled out. I think probably since we ha- had you on before and. um it's obviously it's a monster blow for them really. They haven't convinced against Waterford, uh, clearly obviously losing now to Clare. Is there a blueprint from what you've seen against playing against this Limerick team because like the narrative seems to have shifted on so much over the last couple of weeks from a team that we just nobody can see a chink in the armor and suddenly uh, we're saying this thing is open. Is it open?
1: Uh, yeah, it absolutely is. It has shown the last couple of weeks that it's definitely the, the gap has been shortened, you know, and um Sean Finn is a huge one that's a game changer mm. for me because like no matter how good Mike Casey or Richie English coming in would be Sean Finn has been just incredible for the last Um, was the three or four all-stars in a row and he was unlucky to get one last only for Mikey or Mikey Feele and did such great man-marking jobs on various players but his standard Sean Finn standard was still you know nine out of ten standard so a huge huge blow second time to do the cruise shit um do you feel so sorry, so sorry for him because he was heading for you know a status. Well, he still has an unbelievable status, but he was heading for legendary status as number two, and he will hopefully come back and, and be that man. But he is a glue back there. He's kind of the lad that Man marks the the main player, like Barry Nash, is given more of a free role. He goes up and down the field. Towards Sean Finn is more stay stay around the house and mind it. And I think he's going to be a huge huge loss, and uh, definitely. The blueprint then regards, I felt Watford, the way they challenged him, they kind of pushed up on them. So if you let the Sean Finns and Barry Nashes and these guys play around with the ball back to the back, they're like forwards and they're able to bring the ball up the whole way and score. And Clare and Watford, I thought, went up and made it 50-50. Every breaking ball was a 50-50 battle as opposed to leaving Hannon or someone, De'Arma spree free to, to spray around the ball. And I felt in the first two games, anyway, that was. Now, Joe Canning and Ferencim the Sunday game for a while was was, was saying it the whole time. Why in the league? are people not trying new things, push up on them. Because everyone else was going back the other way, trying to mind the space. So, them two teams have done it and, and have had huge success. And you only have to go back to the last play, the sideline cut for Limerick. Um, I was down at it in the Gaelic rounds. There was 60, 65 yards of space. And there was only four players in it. Um, two, Galan and Flanagan and their two clear opposing defenders there was no sweeper going back you know the last play of the game was such high risk strategy but if you think back if they had to went back it would have left, left the Limerick lad free and he probably would have played around the ball up to heggerty and over the bar so listen I think the first two games definitely pushing up on their backs which is incredible really like usually it's the other way around you want an extra lad the other way but pushing up on their back seems to be a starting
0: point anyway. Mm. Yeah, fascinating couple of weeks ahead in the uh, the hurling Championship, especially down in Munster. Tommy, great stuff as always. Thanks a million this morning. Thanks, lads. Good luck, bye bye OCB AM with Gillette Labs Get the ultimate
1: shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.